Hello and welcome to the editor figuring out that intro and also the Dad and Sons 129th episode Spectacular, where we will be exploiting the mechanisms of our online parasocial relationship with you to brighten your day a little bit by making pretend that we're your friends and that we're interesting to talk to. I am George Weedman, hosting alongside Matt Visual and Liam Edwards, and with this being our fabulous 129th episode occasion, because you know everyone celebrates uh, Sweet 129th, we have a personal friend of the show to come on as a guest, musician, uh, engineer, miniature painter, and BLM activist as the Community Outreach Director of the Austin <laughs> Justice Coalition, Warren Berkeley. <laughs> engineer? Where did engineer come from? <laughs> I looked up your LinkedIn to find titles for this. <laughs> okay. All right. How are you? Are, are, are you doing okay over there? I'm doing great now that I'm on the pod, the podcast that I've been trying to get on for two years. <laughs> Wait, wait, what? No, nah, that's bullshit. Nah, oh, oh, hurt? Oh, hurt? That's bullshit. No, nobody wants to be on this. Don't, nobody. Don't make, Not even us three. Don't make me dig but up the once tweets. once you're on, you're good. Yeah. No. I, I, it's Olive Garden. How how many tweets? How many tweets? It's probably like... Because I just remember the one most recent one. Yeah. And I, I believe it was it was after I, I announced an episode with some kind of ridiculously comical description of 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 whatever nonsense but the point is you said george let me on the podcast and i said yes <laughs> i didn't even question it hello and welcome you are here Thank now <laughs> i wanted to start us off this week a little bit differently by by saying that mars really makes me angry i am like really deja vu. i wonder why I am, I am currently angry about mars and let me tell you folks why. We put a goddamn man on the moon in the 1960s, right? It was like, oh, the best moment in human history, blah, 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 blah. But the pictures actually kind of look like it. It looks like an alien, otherworldly destination that's in outer freaking space. The horizon is super close. There's this weird lighting where it's either like full, intense, bright, or or these shadows where there's just pitch black nothingness. There's there's some pictures from asteroids where the horizon is super duper bumpy and really close. I don't even know if you want to call it a horizon. There's one picture from the surface of Venus where the sky is yellow and the ground is this like sickly puke green with, with this scabby texture going on. It looks weird. Meanwhile... We have a shitload more pictures from Mars that are in a higher definition and better quality than all of those others. And they look, they look like, 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 like a part of Arizona that doesn't have a gas station town around it. They look like the shittier parts of the shittier American states. (laughs) And I just, it's so anticlimactic. It's so disappointing. Whoever made Mars did not commit to the otherworldly (laughs) alien theme. Mars needs better oh, art direction. Uh-huh. <laughs> the artists, the designers, they they just it looks too generic, too too much like the norm. And in the other examples that that they could have followed, hopefully would have given them some more inspiration behind Mars. It does look pretty normal though. I haven't seen it. But just pull up pictures of Mars and you're just gonna be like, oh, wait, are these real? Huh? Am I looking at a fake side? Yeah, and you're gonna be like, no, it's real. <laughs> like since the nineties, there have been like a good handful of, of rover missions that have just brought back thousands of high resolution panoramic imagery of 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 Texas. Don't you think this is more that sci-fi has just ruined any scientific discovery we make? 
from here on out anyway. No, nah, man, it's art direction. <laughs> it's it looks exactly like I expected. <laughs> fake Mars art direction. Based based on the description, I'm hoping. Like like if you if you time traveled into the future and took a trip to Mars, I bet you'd need someone to remind you that you were on Mars. <laughs> it looks exactly <laughs> like I expected. Yeah. You're right though. I can't tell the the fake pictures of Mars versus the real ones. Because like yeah. every now and then there'd be like a human or a Lamborghini in one of these pictures, and I'm like, okay, that's <laughs> that's a Tesla. Mars. That is. I'll wait for wild. Elon to just rock up in his yeah. Tesla and make it look like Arizona. Is, it, is this real? In the background, you see, you see a black crispy Tesla. <laughs> it's gonna look like it's a uh, in a Dubai abandoned uh, garage. <laughs> I uh, I was playing a game on Discord the other night called like like Utah or Mars, where I cropped a picture of a desert and had people on Discord guess whether or not it was planet Earth or four gazillion miles away Mars, and they only got it half right. <laughs> they got it wrong half the time. If you crop the sky and like the lack of of any life whatsoever out of Mars, it people will not tell the difference. I have done the study; science has been proven. That's a tough game. One of one of one of the toughest, <laughs> rewarding, good gameplay. Can't can't come in the art direction though. Any other pressing thoughts, George? That we need to get out. Do you guys have any strong opinions about Mars, or is this really just me? Is it just me? You know. Unless we're going to be going there anytime soon. <laughs> Leave this planet. Not us. I don't really care much. <laughs> <laughs> Ain't going to be us. <laughs> so, so, be somebody Musk. might be there soon. <laughs> Elon Musk's biggest fans. The Elon Musk official oh fan club is, what's, what's the, is a death cult on Mars. Why is the only sign is going to come back up? What's the Patreon numbers looking like? <laughs> Uh, going down Mars by the minute, my friends. <laughs> not Mar- we could go to Arizona. <laughs> Make a do- we could go to Arizona and pretend we're on Mars. <laughs> it would be easier to fake a Mars landing than a moon landing. The moon landing. <laughs> because Mars just actually looks like the lot in, in Nevada, Arizona. They <laughs> fucking wherever. What did I just say? Anyways, guys, how are you folks? Um, Let's move on from Mars now, because I just made a really dumb mistake. <laughs> we wasted eight minutes on that. That was great. Wasted? Excuse <laughs> me. <laughs> that was like a Okay. That was like a um uh Anthony Bourdain monologue. I I did grow up watching his shows, <laughs> wanting maybe looking a little too much for uh inspiration and role model for what I wanted to be when I grew you, up. Uh, hey guys, how are, how are you? You want to be the Bourdain of of Mars? <sighs> I want to be uh Bourdain George. I just want to change my name. <laughs> swap George around. Bourdain. You'd be terrible on like what what is it, Cosmos? Like Neil deGrasse Tyson would be telling you, like, look at this scientific wonder, and you're kind of just sat next to him, just like, yeah, it's all I right. Don't, I don't know what you're talking about. All the only one I know is George Orgeman's legally distinct Corsmorse. <laughs> like, oh, it's all right. It's not popcorn tacos, though. Yeah. That's what, that's. I'm just gonna talk about food. 
got to serious up at some point, and I just want to seriously say that popcorn tacos are oh, fine if you don't flavor them with butter. And stuff. Oh, God, here we all go right, again. All right. You're going to kill half of the Patreon people who try that. This is going to decline. Our numbers are going down by the minute, guys. We have to save it. We are reading emergency levels on, on the Patreon funding. The fan base hates it. We need to talk about video games and pop culture. Quick. Right. Uh, Need that Mars funding. What, what have you guys been playing this week? <laughs> uh, Dragon's Dogma again. <laughs> again? Again? Have you beat it before? So don't make fun of me. Don't make fun of me for playing old games. It's like, my, <laughs> well, I have to do a, another thing that's Dragon's Dogma related. So just kind of refreshing. Ah, uh, that's right. You know, I never knew. Yeah, like George, you play old games. This is a good old game. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> George playing bases loaded. Oh shit! <laughs> oh shit! <laughs> Ooh, really Leo coming game. with the fire this time. I don't even have to do anything. <laughs> so, Warren, what do you think of Dragon's Dogma? Uh, probably, it's probably the best action RPG ever made. Oh, really? Yeah. Would you even say it's better than? Then Dark you Souls. say Oblivion or Morrowind, <laughs> Castle of Daruga. The hell is that? <laughs> what the hell is ca- what? Is that what you're playing? Okay, fine. Let me think of a more mainstream <laughs> norm normie example for you. Is it better than Mega Man? Then, because that's where I'll jump from uh, there. I don't. This, I don't think that's yeah. It's a bad, <laughs> bad comparison. I don't play Mega Man. <laughs> Also, it was the Tower of Juraga, I was thinking, not the, the Castle of Juraga. But anyways. Warren, when I met you at a con, I never knew you painted. And, and, and oh, yeah, you see what this exactly bullshit? do you do? You see like, this bullshit it. right here? Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. <laughs> like, I never knew it was that serious. Like, I remember a couple pictures coming up on. Floor to ceiling. <laughs> <laughs> Jesus. For those who don't know, we need to visually describe the picture for our listeners. Warren is sitting alone in a dark room, <laughs> only light from the monitor casting across his face. In the background, as described from ceiling to floor, are racks of a miniature painting and uh, an exposed closet space. Posters everywhere. What is that? American American oh, that's, Tito? That's Sarah's American side of the room. Titan? Okay. Okay, never mind. I uh, I was looking at the wrong half of your um, webcam feed. That's all. It, it was just kind of clouding out in the darkness in the background. This, this is the gamer rack right here, and this is the pile of shame. <laughs> yeah, I thought I'd walked into Japan, but I lived there, and I was like, oh, shit, look at those Gundams. <laughs> look at those Gundams, baby. For those who don't know, I need to, to visually describe the picture for the audience. One half of Warren's room is darkened with shadow. The other half bright, happy, and normal. <laughs> normal. Says the man who just talked about Mars for fucking ten minutes. Yeah, <laughs> yeah it's pre- it's pretty normal over there. I mean, there's a picture of a skull here you can't see, and an octopus. That's an octopus right there. But yeah, it's not as oh, bad as this app. Oh. oh, it is. Okay, now I now see it. Now. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Now, we're, <laughs> now we're just analyzing uh, Warren's room. <laughs> here, I can turn. The this could be on. the podcast. This is what we do. This is what, yeah. We yeah, have yeah. guests on, and then we just analyze. <laughs> That is a lot of gunplay. Those are my Vive controllers right there. You see those? This is this is my. Uh, <laughs> oh yeah, yeah. <sighs> no, the inferior way of playing Beat Saber, right? Warren? My weird uh, Games Workshop uh, painting gun thing. 
So I think maybe maybe you should describe what this is all for here. You you are you are like an extremely dedicated managers painter who's who's like I don't know in your Twitter bio it does say you've won awards. Yeah, I have three. I've won three three awards. <laughs> They're right there. I'm looking at them. <laughs> what are said awards? They, it, they're local shit. I got gold in. Um, hold on, let me look at it. <laughs> <laughs> We're getting a live Fucking showing. J- Jerry Seinfeld over here. Uh, Austin <laughs> Austin Scale Mildel Society. Uh, they have an annual. It's called the Classic. I got gold in diorama, sci-fi diorama, and sci-fi figure, and both were gunpla. And then I got Damn. silver in a hobby town gunpla competition, which I should have taken gold for. Oh, the shade. Throwing that, this is the place to add those grievances <laughs> here on the Dad and Son show. The other guy didn't even he had he had parts of his kit that were unpainted still. Oh, oh my god! No. Fucking scandalous! No. This is this is where it's happening. That's that drama mm, like a Keemster in here. That's just afraid to ask. <laughs> I mean, it might just be me, but I feel like if you go to a competition that's about painting and you have parts of your kit that are not painted, you. Or you don't even get second. You don't get first. You'll get top three. No. Yeah. I I gotta ask though. Is this like wrestling? Is the trash talk part of the theatrics, or are we breaking <laughs> a very serious competitive norm here? <laughs> well, I mean, I don't give a shit. You guys don't know what hobby town it is, so it can yeah. be. I don't it's even like know what hobby FTC town is. <laughs> I'm like British and I live in Japan. I don't know what the fuck that is. <laughs> so what paint you using, bro? You know, just get up in their face and shit. Dude, Spit I, on their, their fucking figurines and <laughs> wear, wear a costume, the, make a speech in front of a background. These kids couldn't handle it. But I mean, this is the United States. <laughs> it, it doesn't even matter. Like, you could talk all the shit you want, but there's some fucking, like, unknown kid in some Korean basement who fucking, like, model circles around you. I, <laughs> I just found some guy on Instagram. He's got, like, 100 followers, like, can paint like a fucking master. So it's just like, it doesn't matter what we're doing over here. <laughs> You're not going to the World Cup. <laughs> Damn. <laughs> why, 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 why do you think that is? Why, why is it like a regional thing? Uh, I mean, it's just like, it's just, it's like Star Wars over there, like Gunpla, like any kind of, well, even not even just Gunpla, because like they, they even have the market for like, uh like garage kit, like unlicensed shit. Like people are like, oh, that doesn't exist. I'll just fucking make it. And we're kind of getting there with 3D printing. But those those dudes were like, I'm going to carve some shit out of clay and make a mold. <laughs> like, oh, my God. Like, I don't need none, like, none of that 3D printing shit. Like, they've just been doing it for years. Take, going back to the basics, taking it from the earth, the, the, the clay of the earth. They've had a, a head start because they, they gave a shit longer <laughs> i'm 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 just imagining them like trapped on a deserted island with their their eight favorite games and nothing else and digging <laughs> gunplas out of the clay that's called that you got you, you need some kind of recreational activity to keep you sane in a survival the, situation you know this shit gets deep man like i've i've <laughs> i found there's kits on my on my wish list that are like probably never gonna i'm never gonna see them in real life because <laughs> they're just you know, is that deep? Is this specifically Gumpla stuff? Yeah, yeah. But there's um, I re- there's a- I remember when I first arrived in Japan and walking into like a big camera, which is like a chain electronics store thing, usually massive, and then they always have like a dedicated Gumpla section, and it would just be 
insane. Like racks and racks and racks of models. And you'd have like the $200 to $300 kits. And the boxes would be like fucking six foot tall. And you're like, do I get a real robot in this? Or is it still plastic? (laughs) It's fucking, it was amazing. Obviously, the novelty when you go when you realize you go to supermarkets and you see gunplay and you're like, oh yeah, yeah that's pretty cool. About it. I did buy a, I did buy quite a few in the beginning. I haven't done one in a long time. I think I've got like three or four unopened, never done ones. <laughs> not covered there. So. <laughs> three or four, you say? Oh, yeah, <laughs> yeah. Three or four, you quite say? Quite a few. They take hours, man. Unless it's your life, I don't know. They take so long. I, I love seeing pictures of my house when I only had three or four. But, that but what about your current house? How does that make you feel? Uh, I'm fine with it. I mean, my girlfriend's not, so. <laughs> ah, whatever. I, I, I got into it when I was a teenager. I had a lot of fun painting miniatures, and fuck that. Like, it's such a soothing, therapeutic activity, and at the end of it, you have, like, something tangible in the real world to show for it. There's, it is very um, soothing. Sure. Yeah, yeah, there's definitely like like a kind of soul searching aspect to it. And and it's also not necessarily like an age thing either. Like at, I don't know if you guys had one, but I totally had a grandpa who was into miniature trains. And like his whole basement was was a rolling mountain scenery of <laughs> of his own construction. <laughs> like he had uh yeah, he, he had towns in there that the trains would crisscross through with like little economy and you know this was like an 80 year old world war ii veteran (laughs) still engaging in this kind of play with with his imagination and 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 world building like that and it i i think there's something innately human about expressing yourself in in that sort of way it's kind of like storytelling or writing when you're doing like a diorama Mm -hmm. or a scene or something you're not really thinking of like, oh, I'm like playing with these children's toys. You're really like, you know, you have like this idea in your mind where you've planned it out or something and you're just like, you're like getting it out like, you know, a writer or a filmmaker or something. Yeah, it's it's creative expression. You like reflect what you know of the real world back onto what's going on in your head and use that to to keep you sane and make sense of everything. I mean, when you sat there thinking of life's greatest questions, like. Why is Mars disappointing and looks like a film set in Nevada? Is she gonna have something to occupy your mind? I wonder if uh, anyone is really into like making miniature recreations of of space equipment, like moon landing sets. There's definitely models. Yeah. The guy whose ass I beat for for sci fi diorama did some fucking space launch bullshit. <laughs> Oh my god! It was like Ooh, so is, it was like a rocket. Humanity's or something. greatest accomplishment over here is just a bunch of bullshit. He didn't have any fucking oh. trees, bro. <laughs> <laughs> you gotta get the trees. You gotta have the trees. trees space. Have you seen my trees <laughs> I made a whole cliffside. That shit was huge. When I walked in, like dudes were catcalling me. When I walked in with that diorama. <laughs> <laughs> what? Oh my god! <laughs> How bad is it in your apartment or, or, or house? Is you got like figurines or, or miniatures on top of the the microwave and no, the, it's contained refrigerator. This, this, this is the worst part. This is the worst part right here. The rest of the house is quarantine. Ooh, that tells a lot. <laughs> uh, the re- my finished stuff are in two oh, detoffs uh, from IKEA. So you like just into the 
like the Gunpla and the miniatures, or do you actually like Gundam as well, like the anime and stuff like that? I haven't watched the anime in probably three or four years. I I did see NT in theaters and I hated it. Um, I think Thunderbolt is probably the only thing, only anime that I'm like, that's like new that I'm like still into. But it's kind of going down the. So it's more, yeah. So it's more just the process of like putting together dioramas via the pretty fucking sweet looking map. Yeah, people try to talk to me about the anime, and I'm just like, mm, no, nah, nobody. What the fuck are you talking about? You know, get away from me. Not today. But then it's like I get the same thing from Warhammer because I I paint Warhammer figures, but I don't know the lore and I don't play the game. So when people save shit, people try to talk to me about like anything beyond painting. I'm like. Mm, question marks that was me as a kid i loved painting warhammer i spent so much money on oh, yeah. games workshop stuff i had no idea how to play the game <laughs> yeah Fucking played exactly like two games ever i had no idea what the rules were i was like i'm just gonna paint this space brood yeah and i'll be happy fucking spaceman go bird <laughs> basically i really do miss it my favorite part was always sprinkling the grass on top Oh, dude! Yeah, and then and then the, rubbing it with your fingers when you put the glue on the base, and then you stick it in the bucket uh, and get all the grass on, and then uh, shake it around. Or or when you shade your gunmetal gray just the right way that makes it look like actual metal when it comes out <laughs> and, and dries up like that. Sh- there's it's so satisfying. How long ago were you painting? 2002 2003 also fair disclosure it it was not it was not warhammer it was the games workshop lord of the rings tabletop game when the movies were coming out and i was sucked right into that that marketing scheme i remember the old white dwarfs that had like the first half of it would be warhammer and like 40k and and blood bowl and all that and then you flip it upside down and like the last 10 pages would be dedicated to the lord of the rings Miniatures. Now it's fucking badass. What we got with the Lord of the Rings Good is times. more, more, more grass, more trees. You know, more, more art direction. More Frodo's. Less, uh, less, less rocky ground with nothing around, like in Arizona or Mars. Well, they've had uh, Warhammer Fantasy and Age of Sigmar is kind of like the not space shit. The not space shit. Yeah. <laughs> the fantasy <laughs> shit. <laughs> I don't I don't actually The opposite of sci-fi. There are only two pieces of fiction. Sci-fi and fantasy. Nothing else exists. <laughs> you you want to be on the ground, you want to be in the sky. Mm. <laughs> you want to have armor? Which one? The old one or the new one? Is it <laughs> magic so or science? People <laughs> How how do people do impossible things in this universe? Do you like sword or gun? They they have psychics in 40k. They're there's those are kind of like the wizards. Also, that's there's some demons that exist in Sigmar that also exist in 40k. Just because they're like you know eternal. I I know what those words mean. <laughs> <laughs> well, I mean a a fucking demon. Matt's been quiet this whole time. <laughs> Matt's like fucking no. Since I've been to Warhammer, is working for uh, the cards. I used to sell the cards. That's pretty much it, man. The pretty cards. It. What? <laughs> yeah, they they came out with uh cards and I was like in charge of California for them. Um for 40k. Like the game, right? Yeah, the game. Huh. I don't know if it's still popular now. If it's Warhammer. But they had like t- at least two Warhammer. Oh, sorry. Yeah. If it's Warhammer, it's popular. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, people love, oh, man. I used to go to the miniature stores, and people were like, oh, yeah, you got the new packs. And I was like, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Toss these shits out. 
Look, the deal is here. So the deal is here. Bro. Man, I know that guy. Yeah, yeah. That that sounds that sounds like going into a fucking games workshop. Somebody that you don't want to talk to you is gonna talk to you. Oh yeah. Oh yeah. They're they're always there. They're always like the get, setting dudes. up a game with the rulers and shit. And it's just like I, I sit there and watch them play and I'm just like, man, this seems so tiring. <laughs> it seems so tiring. <laughs> you play D D, you you have D D is pony completely mad. different than D persona. They're they're not like Oh, I'm going to beat your army. They're not doing any of that like Yu-Gi-Oh shit. Like they're just they're just like sitting there, you know, like stroking their beard cuz they all have one and, you know, getting out the rulers and seeing what army to move first and what unit and shit. It's crazy. It's crazy, man. I don't want to hog the mic or anything, but I guess I guess at some point we should talk about games we've played, right? I mean, we were talking about Dragon's Dogma, and then we realized, bottom line, Dragon's Dogma is a really good game. What a tangent. So we moved on. <laughs> what a segue. Damn, we got way off. <laughs> well, that was it. We, we, we were just like, eh, it was a really good game. That's all that needs to be said. It's still a good game. Game is sick. I played a fan game uh, that, that, that might not be around for a while. Get, get it while it's hot, kids. The Legend of Zelda The Missing Link is a cute little three to five hour non-canon adventure that is a mod of Ocarina of Time slash Majora's Mask that uh, is, is supposedly supposed to explore what 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 our, our good pal um, Child Link was up to between Ocarina and Majora. It's actually pretty good. You got this this catchy soundtrack that goes all the way through. There's some original textured model work, but what's interesting is how how they designed this world and in, in for a nintendo 64 era zelda game in a post dark souls world for like three quarters of this game you're not going through traditional dungeons the whole overworld itself is a puzzle box that you piece together you can go through areas of it out of order and then um connect it all by unlocking shortcuts on the other side there's a lot of really really clever level design going on where you steadily like unlock a village and then and then populate it with people by solving puzzles as you go through. They also start your sword out with a projectile right off the bat that um, is used for for puzzles almost exclusively. It's way, way heavier on the puzzles than it is the combat. And in that regards shows a a really different way, I think, of thinking about how to build Zelda than the original level designers did. Enemies in this one are placed sparingly, but very deliberately on ledges and stuff, like in Dark Souls. So who made it? Three fairly anonymous N64 hackers, <laughs> who I believe kind of just sort of dropped it out of, out of nowhere right now, as is the, the current standard. What you do is you apply a patch to a ROM of um ocarina time and i took a look at some of the tools that they were using and i don't know if this is the current situation but an old level editor (laughs) called utility of time was built in a way where in order to do something like this you would have had to edit existing rooms that were already in the game and that i feel kind of explains why a lot of areas in this game do feel like places you've been to and explored through in in the N64 Zeldas before, but the layouts are completely different. 
Like there is a Kokiri forest area, but it's super duper narrow with with less houses and on a on a fan game budget. <laughs> and there's no loading? No, no, there's loading. There, well, it like an N64 game, there's no loading bar that fills up, but there are separate areas with a little waiting time between the two where you walk, watch Link walk through the tunnel, fade to black, then he walks out of a tunnel oh, okay. fade from black. Oh, okay, because it doesn't fade to black in this one. That's why that's why it weirds me out. I was like, whoa, okay, what? Yeah, 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 there's there's a lot of portals it uses that are in the style of the Lost Woods in Ocarina, mm. where um there there's a fade to black, but you are still controlling your character during that and it unloads nice. the previous area and loads the next in via a very narrow tunnel that shades out the previous room. Are you looking at it right now, Matt? Huh? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> no, 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 no. <laughs> um, no. Sneaky. <laughs> no, no, I was just watching a video. I was just watching a video to see how it was. I, I don't know. I, I, I mean, I've only watched someone play Ocarina of Time like twice, but I've never, I never played it by myself. Cause I was just like, ah, I don't know. 3D yeah. Zelda. Yeah. Ten, 10 years ago, I would have been like, oh, you didn't play Ocarina of Time, the, the, the foundational <laughs> classic of, yeah. of 3D gaming. And now I think that I get it. Those controls are, are pretty uh, unique. Did you not have a 64? Nah. Yeah, of course I did. Yeah. Original Smash. Um, but you didn't have Ocarina of Time. No, I just never got that. Huh. I got some that weird games, though. I always went to Blockbuster. <laughs> Blockbuster. Blockbuster. <laughs> Blockbuster. <laughs> I always went there. I wondered, I wondered for a second if that was an American way of saying it, so Block I left it. Buster. And I'm glad Block George pointed Buster. it out. because. <laughs> <laughs> I just ordered some Blockbuster sunglasses, some Blockbuster, a Blockbuster hoodie, and a Blockbuster you baseball you cap. You trying to save the Blockbuster? From the last remaining Blockbuster in Bend, Oregon. They have an online store where you can order yourself like a full head-to-toe Blockbuster sweatpants on the bottom, oh, Blockbuster snap. cap on the top. Next con, I'm going to be Blockbuster boy. How much did that cost? Because I, I kind of want to do that. <laughs> <laughs> Why? But I don't know if I want to spend, like, money on it, you know? Yeah. Oh. They're definitely <laughs> given the Save Our Local Business premium. I'll okay, say that Okay, okay. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> you, you're keeping, you're keeping $300 the doors on a Blockbuster outfit. <laughs> <laughs> Spend three hundred dollars. It was more it like was like sixty five. Oh, sixty five is not bad for a whole kit. Come on, is it like disgustingly blue? And then yes, yellow. It, it's disgustingly oh, blue. But I did not go from like belt line below. I didn't get the sweatpants. They were out of stock. <laughs> sweatpants? Why would Blockbuster? Oh, I would love pants. the sweatpants. The sweatpants went the first. The sweatpants. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, they're the most popular item. Wouldn't you want Blockbuster sweatpants? Hell's not. Oh my god. Even when Whoa. I'm at the house, I'm not that swagless. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> you gotta be styling for yourself, dude. I don't yeah, own sweatpants. Be like, get that shit off. <laughs> Builds confidence. But I had the same experience as, as Matt. I only rented uh, Ocarina of Time. I never beat it. Yeah. Barely played it. You know what happened? I I went to Toys R Us to buy Ocarina of Time, and they were all out of it. So I got Buck Bumble instead. 
That shit was seventy dollars too. Oh, you poor oh, poor soul! Damn. Oh, that it hurts the most back then. You know, you didn't know. You didn't know. You just went in there and you bought stuff. Did, I didn't know. <laughs> yep. Oh man, that continued for a little bit. We, we didn't have no IGN. Federal minimum wage in 1998 was uh, five. Didn't it have like some sort of soccer mini game in it? As five dollars. Well? Yeah, so minimum wage player. was lower. That was that seventy dollars is like today's hundred dollars. Yeah, it was. Jeez. It was a lot. <laughs> yeah, Carpenter gave it an eight point five. Of course they did. <laughs> <laughs> of course they did. <laughs> All those mon, um, mowed lawns that you had to do. All those dishes washed. <laughs> Next generation called it a diamond in the rough. <laughs> oh my god! Has have you guys played that game? But that's that's true though, right? No, I've never played it, but I have the theme I've song fucking play. memorized. That game was trash, dude. Yo, it wasn't a, a diamond in the rough after all. Did it? <laughs> It was like it had like that Turok fog, but it was black, so you couldn't see what you were shooting until it was like point blank. <laughs> but at least he got mm-hmm. the theme song. I mean, it's biggity biggity buck buck bu- bumble. I still Just played through it. I, I still played through it, but I wasn't having fun. What, 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 what have you been having fun with lately, War? What 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 enriches your life these days? Dragon's Dogma. <laughs> <laughs> I play Dragon's Dogma <laughs> once a week. <laughs> my, my, my weekly, I, I've been doing weekly streams, which have really just turned into like channel updates. For like, <laughs> the, the, we've done two, two, two in a row now. One each week. The first week it was just a game. I just had the game loaded up, and I just screamed about like fucking protests for like, for like three hours. <laughs> Right. Did you ever leave the title screen? I the title was no, no, I didn't. And somebody called somebody actually like so I had I started doing display capture because I was like showing people like like footage and stuff and like images and somebody saw like the game minimized on the taskbar. <laughs> <laughs> so it still counts. It still counts as you had it somewhere on the taskbar on the screen. I, I thought it would be I thought it would be just like I'm gonna like casually talk about what's been going on in the streets for the last like week while I play a little Dragon's Dogma and nope. <laughs> it just, just starts screaming as soon as people get in there. <laughs> How did the chat react to that? What 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 sort of special characters and/or usual suspects showed up to? I got it. to harangue you from Twitch chat when when yelling about protests. I had like the probably one of the higher view counts I've had in like the year during that. Um, I mean, yeah, I mean people people know what I've been doing, so they're they're like interested, and in, you're not gonna see certain shit from like the mainstream media. In, in like any of the protests across the country because like you know like the independent media and the people who are there um there's less of a spin because they're just showing you what they see people are like interested in that and now you see the mainstream media like flying into these places and and they have no clue they don't know who anybody is they don't know where the protests are like they don't know they don't understand the culture so um it's kind of just been like that but not as you know just kind of more casual like i'm not like trying to be a journalist or anything so when when presenting this stuff though to an audience on on Twitch though like like 
I mean, any gamer moments is, is like what I'm trying to imagine here. <laughs> oh, how, no. How, how no. well did the chat treat treat this stuff? No, my my chat is my chat is uh, it's mostly people I know. So they don't get out of hand. And if they did, I mean, we got snipers uh. on the roof. So. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, because I was about to say, like, like, Take I get out. I get shat on for every fucking thing. All the time, bro. Give me, give me a sword. Channels. Give me a sword. I'll chop all them heads off, dude. Yeah, I love, man. I the love it. It's because you don't you'll, chop. You'll break your monitor. You don't chop, you let bro. the weeds grow, George. Yeah. that's what the problem is. Just let him, like, <laughs> yo, Batophobes in the chat. He is trigger happy. He will blow your head off. I will admit, George gave me power once when I was watching his stream, and it was tempting. But then I realized I was the biggest offender of all. <laughs> <laughs> I can't chop myself. I can keep. I can have the power and abuse George at the same time. <laughs> oh, look at his displeased face! Yeah, I, it's just it's my like regular sad, face. Like it's a right. big, sad puppy. No, that's just, just I. I regular. I, I have been told I have a resting bitch face problem. Anyways, it's not a bitch face. It's it's more like a disappointed face. Just purely disappointed, <laughs> and not anyone in particular. Just, 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 just life. Just Mars. I saw a picture just of Mars. Mars. <laughs> in the spirit of having good art direction and being good at capitalism, I sure have capitalized on my resting bitch face problem, haven't I? Oh my god! I'd, yes. I'd say so. That shit was on on socks. It's it's on <laughs> on. The logos of many of my software products, uh, uh, such. <laughs> you ever learned to type? Yeah, I, I learned to type and encoded a Discord <laughs> and a Patreon. No, I mean learn learn to type software program. Fuck off! What, what software do you have? What the fuck? <laughs> <laughs> a Discord. Can you imagine typing with George? Saying that, um, I will say though that actually playing through this Zelda fan game did make me want to to <laughs> play around with their lap, level editor because it is so much less intimidating when you're looking at a low poly environment. Like, like I, I'm I'm looking around at the ranch in this game and I'm thinking to myself, oh my god, if I was like actually familiar with the tools and shit, I bet I could whip this up in, in eight hours or so. It seems so much more doable than when I try to when I play uh, an indie prototype of something with, with high poly assets and bumped map textures, I really felt the old modding slash game dev urge when playing this fan game because it looked like they made it possible. I would love to make my own little Zelda puzzle village, and it seems like the tools for that are actually out there and available now. Of course. Get on there. Get in there. Find out. and Do it. You can't handle the power of Unreal. No, no, but but these weird ass Nintendo sixty four ROM <laughs> editors, yes. <laughs> it's like fifty CC Mario Kart. God, I would love to have a interesting little George Village. Maybe, maybe with a when people start hacking Majora's Mask, they'll be able to make timed events and put them on that schedule. You know. Or or edit the schedule to customize it towards their own little little stories they want to tell. Or maybe you could. Okay. <laughs> you have the tools. You just said. You just said. You just said it. I. But I'll have to like learn them and go through tutorials, and it'll be hard. 
Are you busy? You spent most of the day looking at pictures of Mars. What else have you got to do? I didn't do. I did that for an hour on the Discord to engage with our fans who give us money so that they feel they're getting some value out of the transaction. That was like technically That's the value we're giving them. Are you a science teacher? Is it Mars or Utah? Come, come to Georgia's science <laughs> class to learn the difference between the two and how similar they actually are. <laughs> I made a video. I played a bunch of Hunt Showdown. I played the Zelda fan game. I, I also played Grounded. If you guys are interested in hearing about Grounded. Uh, I'm interested just because it's an Obsidian game. Right? That seems like the most non-Obsidian game right? ever. Yeah, it... Uh, Very strange. It's, oh, how is it? I see it. It's not what I expected. Um, don't get any fooled by any quick combat gifs of these kids fighting in a tunnel. Uh, Grounded is a game that's like a uh, gamification of the Honey, I Shrunk the Kids concept. You play as one of four children who are shrunk down to insect size in their backyard. And they have to build a base and craft and survive and gather food and water. What? Um, I already hate it. Is this a survival game? I have to play as kids. Yeah. yeah, yeah, it's a survival, survival crafting explorer I'm up. And I actually kind of enjoyed the little um, early access open beta they put out on Game Pass. It's a Subnautica style adventure. I was surprised by how sciencey it gets. There's a surprisingly detailed ecosystem. You see lines of ants that will uh, like dynamically gather up the dew that spawns every morning in the cycle. And sometimes they'll fight other insects there's there's apex predator spiders that roam around and turn hostile when they're hungry and turn neutral when they're not depending on what other ai insects are around there's a uh, story quest line that has you rejiggering dad science machines to to get the kids back to normal so there's some sort of goal and endpoint to work towards and unlike subnautica it has some four-player multiplayer ready to go right out of the box um, comparisons to Subnautica also come from how a lot of the threats you feel are above and below you. There's a shitload of verticality going on because the blades of grass are things you can climb that also hide insects that could be friendly or mean up there. There's a lot of fun perspective gimmicks. Insects look either extremely cute or extremely scary depending on what mood they're in at this scale. Like a ladybug will look like this giant horrific tank careening through the mud uh sometimes enemies or friendly insects depending you know on their mood will burrow out from under you or fly in from above you so i did find a lot to like there i think this this game has some potential the setting also feels unique and and interesting and quirky and cute seeing seeing the world from this small of a scale is 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 a treat. I, I it reminds me of some old Unreal Tournament 2K4 custom maps people were making of their bedrooms, but giant sized, and everyone would like fight on the tables like like army men. <laughs> Do I have to play as children? Yeah, you have to play as children. Kids yes, only. Yes. <laughs> no, no adults allowed. And they have really annoying voice acting, but it is kept to a minimum, thankfully. This does look higher quality than most like survival games I've seen. Yeah, it's not it's not a cheap one. It seems like it was done quite quite deliberately with uh with with expertise and and talent and skill as as someone who has warmed up over the years to these kinds of survival games. It does seem more polished than Subnautica. But um I mean it's made by Obsidian, so you would certainly hope so. 
yeah, with the the Microsoft Game Studios publication behind them, they uh they have very very beautiful animations, um, fun lighting. But I think the thing that I really love about the aesthetic most of all is perspective gags. Oh my goodness! Let me silence George, that. God damn! Is so that a brand deal? Is it Gamer Goo? Is it is Gamer Goo on the phone? <laughs> No, oh my god, it's my sweet old I, You know, moms. I never got to try Gamer Goo. Is she trying to hawk well, Your, your goo like never it? arrived? His goo did arrive. It arrived oh, he's, first. He's got it. He never used oh, it. Oh, you just never broke it out. Okay, okay. He, he's bringing it. He's bringing it. Where do you rub never that? Really, so, got, Liam, go, go ahead and we. you never explained how, how you use... met the Gamer Goo guy. We were waiting for George's Gamer Goo to arrive. Well, and it never and did. It, my goo never, never came. I never, I, mean, I, n- I never got the goo. Scammed. You never got the goos. <sighs> it smells, it smells artificial. <laughs> That's. I'm going to forewarn you, specific. man. Your hands are going to get dry. <laughs> oh, no. <laughs> Yo, what, like, what the hell is that? Black guys can't have ashy hands, man. Come on. Man. Like sandpaper and, and you're going to have, your hands are going to be fairly white afterwards. You better throw that shit in the trash. <laughs> <laughs> I'm going to try a little, a little nip, a little, a supposed, little taste. What are you supposed to do with that? You eat it? To- it really, it just, it just dries your hands out, so you stop sweating. So when you are a pro gamer, it's, like we are, it's for the teens. So when they go out with a with a girl, they don't have sweaty hands. You know, you gotta stay dry. They just have a sandpaper as hands. Apparently. Who the fuck are you dating? Who cares about how sweaty <laughs> your hands are, kids? I had a friend who had sweaty hands. And he was real self conscious about it. He was. He, I just caught him looking at like a a place in Florida that that could get rid of it. No man. <laughs> <laughs> if the two of you guys are made for each other, then then you're oh gonna love God. each other no matter how sweaty your hands are. You just got to stay wet. You never listen to Andrew WK. Exactly. Party and be wet. Come on. Get wet. It is- so yeah, to follow up with the the game of you, we uh we had a coincidental running in with somebody tangentially involved with game of you, who then found out very quickly that we were completely. Slandering that product, <laughs> <laughs> they don't mind though. Like, like, this is why they they issue no. out reviews even I if mean, you trash it, the product. Any publicity is still good publicity. So they sent us some free samples, in which George, being George, didn't receive it. How is that my <laughs> fault? Somewhere in the mail. it just never showed up at my door. address. <laughs> so me and Matt did. They heard you talking about GamerGoo, and so they sent you some. <laughs> Actually, yes, <laughs> that's. <laughs> I don't think it's even kind of. I think that's exactly it. This is basically what I, I got. Yeah, I heard you talking shit. And they said they loved the podcast, so I don't know. <laughs> I don't heard, know. Heard you was talking <laughs> shit. Have some goo. <laughs> so Matt, what you you're you're lathering that all over yourself right now. What is your uh, first take? Do you reckon you could be a pro MLG gamer now? They they sent me they sent me vanilla sugar, cinnamon, orange, cherry blossom, <laughs> teak. Teakwood. Teakwood is the one I got, <laughs> and it fucking it stinks. What, what is flavors? Teakwood? What even is that? And and then the the thick boy is a uh, uh, peppermint. Um, it like immediately dries out your hand, mm. like to the point that it feels like your skin is rubbing off. Can you can you can you give us an ASMR? Can you slush it into the microphone? 
That's how dry my hands we are. We can't hear it, but I'm sure the listeners can. And I'm sure. I can hear it. <laughs> wait, wait. Shh, everybody quiet. Matt, give us one more. Louder, harder, faster. There we go, there we go. I'm gonna rub my hands <laughs> off. Okay, okay. We we got a whiff of it just then. Some of the smell even came through. It was so it was so dry you couldn't hear it. It wasn't like Yeah, it no. It was perfectly dry. No. It sounds it like more. it sounds like your Dan sounds. It sounds like your <laughs> mouth when you're eating biscuits from Popeyes. <laughs> That's specific. No gravy. <laughs> <sighs> yes, man. So, Teak, you never had biscuits from Popeyes. You never experienced that, no, George. I, t- I, 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 I might have once in my life. George, don't fuck with Popeyes. I, I, wow. I mean, Suppose. I can't say I'm a regular. <laughs> I'm about to unsub, unsub. I, okay, okay. One of my favorite restaurants when I, when I was growing up was Copeland's, which is a New Orleans like Cajun fancy sit down restaurant. I was very surprised to find out that it's operated by the same conglomerate megacorp as Popeyes. So that technically does mean that they were uh, the subsidiary of them were a favorite of mine for a good chunk of my life. Wow, that kind of makes sense because Popeyes is trying to like spin this like Cajun Louisiana vibe. Yeah, that's like they've always said that, but they never served gumbo. Come on. Yeah, they don't have gumbo. They don't have like any uh, crawfish or etouffee or none of that shit. I'm gonna bring up a Popeyes menu, and we're gonna we're gonna take the guns out. <laughs> I don't want to get sent fried chicken. <laughs> I do, not through I the mail. Send it to my house. Can I get sent it to Japan? They, can you? Can they freeze it? Do they have Popeyes in somehow Japan? They do. They do have Popeyes in, in Japan. Yo, I, yeah, they where? do. Where do, where do have this. No, I'm like pretty it. sure I'm I saw it. <laughs> Popeye's Japan menu. Oh my okay, god, let's they do, do a comparison. Uh, I'm looking at the American one. It's in Tokyo. There's only one. Oh, that's why it's I saw Mariano it. Chichiro that's why I Tokyo. saw it. Okay. It's loading extremely slow. Their website could use some art direction advice. I see one for Okinawa. The only seafood they have is popcorn oh, shrimp. That makes sense. It just looks like KFC. What's right? The difference? Oh. Well, apparently they do a real good chicken sandwich nowadays. No, the difference is a difference. No. So, yeah, like like Cajun food is big on the seafood, and the only seafood they have, they have a whole category for seafood with one item underneath it, and it's popcorn shrimp. Shrimp. The shrimp's not bad. Quarter pound popcorn shrimp meal. It's not bad. It's not bad shrimp. All right, does Wikipedia call them a Cajun Delivery. Let me see, like... Japan. (laughs) <laughs> yeah, it's called pop- to get Popeyes. So is this the, is this the plan? Is the plan now to talk about any and every product in hope, <laughs> like Gamergoo, it gets sent to us somehow and criticize it? We have to talk mad shit though, because we talk mad shit about Gamergoo. It's called Popeyes Louisiana Kitchen. So I'm not wrong. They are mismarketing themselves as like Cajun Louisiana swamp food. <laughs> <laughs> swamp food. <laughs> You didn't have the 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 Popeyes chicken sandwich. I have not had the chicken sandwich yet, but I am I'm all about the chicken sandwich. If I can get a good chicken a, sandwich quick and not have to support the the cultists at, at Chick Fil A, it's a giant <laughs> chicken tender on a bun. Yeah, that's exactly what it is. Maybe a couple pickles on it, and it's like, 
Woo! Oh my God, it's the best thing ever. <laughs> Woo! Oh, gotta get it. Oh man, gotta fight with Chick-fil-A. Come on, man. No, you, it's your yeah, moral food, imperative. <laughs> you gotta fight with Chick-fil-A regardless. You could just not go to either one. Yeah, yeah, like I do. Do the line for these places over here in California are ridiculous, especially especially Chick Fil A. Around my 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 no. bank, there's just a line out of the the actual shopping center. Why people from California? Yeah, like fuck off. No, I, I know Chick Fil A has a history of shitty. Keep it in the South, please. Let's not let it spread. <laughs> Oh, it's spread. God my damn. And in and out. Oh, man. They love their in and out here. Yeah, well. Jimmy loves his in and out. <laughs> Jimmy. <laughs> Jimmy loves his in and out, man. In and out. Holy in and out, shit. I don't think, has, has this uh, association with the, the anti gay agenda. So let me let me look them up, actually. They do fund Trump. You know, oh, I shit. I never really? think about that. Yeah, they I donate never to think Trump. About it. It's his yeah. campaign. Oh, shit. Well, it's a good thing I don't buy anything. <laughs> Can't eat anymore. <laughs> is Wendy's okay? Can you tell me if Wendy's? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Bro, you didn't, Wendy's you didn't see that Wendy's get like Wendy's. burned down. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I did see that. You're is that related? <laughs> Can I still eat at Wendy's, please? I think Wendy is in the clear. I think Wendy has not gotten in Twitter trouble yet. Yes, Wendy's is. Uh, well, there was a little thing with like a friend. I I didn't never looked into it, but apparently there was like a couple of franchises that were donating to Trump's campaign, but not like the in- yeah. I'm I'm Wendy's. looking at a Business Insider article trying to debunk the. I I, I don't want to say rumors, but yeah, the like two franchise owners who were donating, but also mm-hmm. like, fuck Wendy's. <laughs> That's. <laughs> You, there yeah. needs to be a uh, hero, though. Pretty tasty. We, in, in today's culture war era, we need a hero of the fast food mascot fighting game to root for against the villains. It's not going to be Wendy's. It's not, not going to be Wendy's, man. Win- I thought it was Arby's. I thought Arby's was like the, the everybody likes Arby's. Yo, I, never... I used to actually sign up on the tournaments as, as Arby's. <laughs> <laughs> There you go. The hero it's a funny we need. Word. <laughs> I named my Animal Crossing Island Arby's. Didn't, I, didn't Kyle, didn't didn't friend of the show Kyle Jamelli make like a suit of armor for Arby's or some shit? Oh no, no. He just he just had connections with the guy who did. The the what? nightmare. The when when Soul Calibur 6 came out, they they made a <laughs> giant nightmare statue out of hamburger boxes from Arby's. Yo, I have yeah. I have a story about that. Oh shit. <laughs> We need to hear it. Prime podcast material. This is the place. Uh, I was talking shit. I was talking shit at the Arby's booth. <laughs> uh, of course you were just talking shit. Wait, hang on. It, were you suing them for copyright infringement upon your fighting game ego? No. Of, uh, I was, Arby's. Did you say at the Arby's booth as if this is a convention? Arby's had a booth at Evo. <laughs> Which what? is already like <laughs> what? And they had they had that statue that uh that nightmare, and I was talking shit because uh one of my friends was like, "Yo, look at this statue that Arby's made." And I'm like, "Man, Arby's don't do shit, make <laughs> shitty food." And the dude, the dude came from behind the booth so fast. <laughs> <laughs> Actually, 
Excuse me, excuse me, Sandy. You have a problem. <laughs> yeah, that's exactly what happened. <laughs> he was like, "Did he suit up in the nightmare armor to them?" That would have been sick. That would have been sick if we could have a Street Fighter stage <laughs> that is just the the Arby's booth that <laughs> <laughs> with the DLC character Arby's nightmare, <laughs> nightmare Arby's. I'm gonna start. I'm gonna start signing up in, in tournaments and get nightmare Arby's. <laughs> Oh my god. I don't know what's funnier, Arby's Nightmare or Nightmare Arby's. Both of them elicit horrifying imagery. <laughs> <laughs> so I, I started telling people I got banned from Arby's. Because <laughs> you talk shit about them in an FGC Because I talk event. shit. Yeah. Oh man. I, I actually guess this might be a good time to ask because I've had trouble like adjusting to the rules, right? Is it like wrestling in the FGC? Is the shit talk part of the character and part of like the theatrics of the sport? Because they do <laughs> they do shake each other's hands after the matches, and you don't do that in wrestling, if I recall. If you don't shake hands after the match, it's like one of the worst offenses you can commit. Hmm, has it happened a lot? And, and that's good. If you could you could fucking oh, it Google oh, salty FGC yeah. moments, and most of them are going to be no handshakes. <laughs> yeah. <gasps> oh. Oh. Oh, oh, I love him. Oh, I love him. Let, let me find. Oh man, there, there's, there's one him. really good one. Wait, there's a British one. I yeah. know. About. No, you're. Yeah, no, you're thinking exactly who, who I'm thinking of. Okay, um, he's a Tekken player. Who, who are you thinking of? Uh, again? something Viper. I think he's a, he's a, um, he's a Master Raven player. I can't remember his name though. He there's like a British one that went around like of like, I think he was playing Rufus in Street Fighter. Oh, I think baby. I found a compilation called "Real Gamers Don't Shake Hands." Are you see the? Do you see the guy in in that uh, in the thumbnail for that video? And it's got yeah. the circle around like the handshake. Yeah. No, yeah. that's the guy that I was thinking of. Th that guy's also British, so that's why I thought you were talking about him. He gives him the handshake. I mean, that guy is always hyped though, at, <laughs> at, at like every tournament. But like th that handshake was legendary, dude. Oh, what the fuck was it called? Oh, I think his name is FS FSP. I think he goes by Fairly Sad Panda. And there's a video of him like, <laughs> oh no, this poor kid. And like, oh, like, oh no. So I went to university with him, and I used to play Marvel vs. Capcom three against him in Street Fighter. And he went to a British tournament. He was super into fighting games. Like he was in like the British fighting game scene. And he would go to tournaments and just get absolutely trashed on, you know, by like Ryan Hart and all those guys. There's one video of him playing and he just gets dominated and it's the salt. It's like he's so salty. And I'm like, oh, God, I know that guy. I used to play against that guy. But it went around. It was on Reddit for years, and that's all he ever gets known for. Yeah, <laughs> like I think it drives him crazy. Yeah, even if you're if even if you're a nobody, if you get captured on stream not doing the handshake, like you' about to be famous, and it's not going to be the the oh, good God. kind. I I timestamped the guy's handshake in general chat. <laughs> okay, I will I will add oh, it man. to the description so that the listeners aren't. Totally confused oh right my now. God, it's so cringy, dude. I love, I love that handshake. That is like a multi-part handshake. <laughs> and then the poor wow, guy's Jesus getting Christ, pulled. That... He's like, <laughs> <laughs> it's like no, keep going. that dude looks like he's gonna fucking murder him. <laughs> oh, Video God. games are so wholesome and friendly and uh, not harmful, right? Oh, absolutely. Yeah, yeah. They've yeah, improved absolutely. our lives with no questions. I like the really like 
timid reach out by the people who've won. Like they know what's going to happen. <laughs> they, like, they know how. Just like the- <laughs> <laughs> they they know how salty. I mean, you you know it. You you know it. This just makes me uh, miss Gutex and Mike Ross. This is my, makes me miss them Dude. so much. I, I miss Cross County. I miss it so much, man. <laughs> it was like my fucking life for like a good few months when I was watching those guys. Uh, Mike has been playing games again. He he's been going to, or he went to. He's been going to tournaments, just like keeping on for low guilty profile. gear. Yeah, he's been playing Tekken too. I don't know if he's competed in it though. Yeah. Um. Yeah. Old Mike. Old that Mike is like Ross. that is like the Ruth. the golden. The golden era of FGC. <laughs> yes, yes, it was. Yes, <laughs> I, I bought a fight stick. I was learning. <laughs> I was, oh man, I was so into it years ago. You didn't. Man. You were playing Tekken though, man. Are y'all still in, in uh, Georgia, right, Atlanta? Yeah, I, I am. I am. Uh, no, no, I'm in Cali. Oh, you moved? What? Moved. California. Yeah. What? the hell are you doing there dude and <laughs> just needed to change man two years ago I just came out here man yeah i don't i don't uh-huh. miss georgia though to be honest <laughs> once yeah. you come to california it's just like it's expensive but this is so much get what out you here. pay for yeah you get what you pay for over Damn, in georgia dude. it's pretty cheap <laughs> i was in cali in 2019 man i didn't know you were out there i would hit you up <laughs> Not in 2020, though. Oh my God, Liam! <laughs> <laughs> Liam's camera is just his hair. <laughs> you, wait, wait, wait! Uh, uh, Ward, you said you were out here. I, f- I found the video. I found. I found. I found the video. Oh, the the, the guy. The oh wait, wait the. Oh yeah, I found it. It's uh, the guy FSP who's playing Rufus. No, <laughs> no, <laughs> yeah. I remember this Gandhi, the legend. <laughs> I went to university oh, with the God. guy who was playing Rufus. He was like screaming at the oh. screen while he's on stream, and I was like, Yo. that was over three hundred thousand views. Yo. Is it at the end? No, he like as you can skip through, he's like you can see him just getting angry and angry as he's tilting more and more. He's just getting dominated. Bro, I remember <laughs> I to, this. Oh my god. I went to university with this guy. He's fucking odd. I remember that this this Ryu has no idea what he's doing and he beats this dude. <laughs> yeah. But like twice. He beats him <laughs> twice. Isn't it like two one? <laughs> he's just jumping and throwing a dukens. <laughs> If you skip to like four minutes in, he's just like, what the fuck? When you you see the jabs come out, it's just like, this is, this is just like autopilot Rufus, like, like doing, doing all the Rufus things you're supposed to do, but they're not working because you were just up, gets a a force of nature that is Gandhi. Look at this. He looks like a fucking stoner too. That's so bad. This video will be linked because Jojo linked oh, it, yeah. and it is amazing. The guy who's playing Rufus in Street Fighter Four was somebody I went to university with and used to play Marvel vs. Capcom Three against, and he's just absolutely everything's going wrong for him, dude. And he's screaming. The best is the commentary, just ripping the shit into him. <laughs> I love when the commentators are are just like 
heads and hands and just. <laughs> <laughs> oh, the commentators love this, dude. They love when something like this happens. When when the kid, oh man, wake up, Ultra! <laughs> <laughs> the raw tattoo from full screen, bro. This guy's a Gandhi is a god. <laughs> Look, you can, he's talking in between the matches. You know he's he's pissed. Oh god, it's so funny. This happens. Like this happens. Like you you have all the answers. <laughs> You play the game, you practice, and some rando comes there and mashes one out of you. And you're just like, you know, they get the one round and you're like, all right, cool. I'm going to, you know, next round, you're done, dude. I'm going to get the fork. It's going in you. And then, but it just, it just never happened for him. He just kept, <laughs> just kept going downhill. There was a... S- he keeps trying everything. Everything, just, dude. He fails miserably. He's tilted. The guy just jabs him out of everything. <laughs> Damn, dude. What's killing me is the full jump in heavy punch into into EXDP. He's <laughs> like, <laughs> like, what is a setup? Never heard of, never heard of that. Hit confirm? Got none of those. <laughs> so Still laying him out. Oh God. The jumping. When you, when, oh. The jumping. Oh. When you get the oh my. when you get the W and you're still shaking your head, no. <laughs> <laughs> I can't believe like seven years later people were still commenting on this. Bro, I, I completely forgot about this. I completely has forgot it been about seven this. years? Yeah, since this yeah, man. clip. Yeah, I mean this Street, Street Fighter. This is Street Fighter Four. Yeah. Oh God, this happened to me at um at SGC twenty fourteen. Um, was it embarrassingly cold on camera like this? Well, the, gu- the, the guy ended up not beating me, but he uh, he shit talked me before the round. <laughs> mm-hmm. uh, like um, the SGC tournaments were trash. Like it's kind of like a well-known thing, but uh, they uh, it was really hard to hear when people called your name. So I kind of like heard it late. And then when I found the the guy I was supposed to play, he said something to me like, I was looking for my next victim or something. I'm like, uh, what? Wow. <laughs> we sit down. He mashes a he mashes a round out of me, and um, and then I just proceed to steamroll his ass after that. I think the last game, like I just perfect him. Have I ever so, yeah. beaten Warren at anything? I I feel like I I might have done some good Smash Four moments like ages ancient eons ago. I stopped playing Smash so long ago, dude. Well, me that's too. why it was eons ago. Me and you've ago. probably never played Smash. Okay, okay. Me and you have probably never played Smash. I stopped playing Smash when we were streaming Smash on Gerard's channel. When I realized the Smash community were like the worst. Oh shit! <laughs> P- people would come in the chat begging. They would come in the chat begging for us to play anything that wasn't Street Fighter, and then we would play Smash, and nobody would sign up. And then when people did sign up, there was like Wi-Fi, like laggy Sonic, like every time. So I was just like, no more Smash. I remember playing Smash on airport Wi-Fi with Liam and Matt one time, <laughs> and doing pretty okay. <laughs> Airport Wi Fi. Get out of I, here. Yeah, okay, fine. I might have Leo's lost, but not by that big of a margin. This was also Get back when King K. Rule had this 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 ridiculous projectile grabby tech that was He had free rental he had free real estate inside of your head for weeks. <laughs> you just the the mind games. <laughs> Liam He's and his just a crocodile with a camera. So so what 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 about any 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 newer games that 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 people other than than me might have played over the past week? Are we ever going to talk about Dragon's Dogma? 
<laughs> we we I mean we've talked about Dragon's Dogma. We have. It's, like uh it's, we 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 talked about it three times, right? Is there better combat in an RPG? Hmm. No. I, I can't it, no. if you can't climb on a monster and stab him. Does it really it's count as combat? combat? Does yeah. Does Monster Hunter count as an RPG? No. Because that would be that would be up there. Too many eggs. It's not, you still yeah. have to like play the role of your weapon. Like you can be a healer or a support guy with the horns. That's what I'm asking. Is Monster Hunter an RPG? I mean, it's classified as one, but <laughs> oh, it doesn't really fuck. feel like a traditional. Everybody is DPS in Monster Hunter. That is true. Even when you have an instrument. Yeah. I miss Monster Hunter. That that thing is for hitting the monster. But when you think about it, aren't all games role-playing games? But musically, musically hitting the monster. It's not It's not the same. I've been having some fun, but I feel like I, I don't want to talk about it yet because it only just came out and we've not played it together and we've also gone an hour and 15 minutes. Oh, I genuinely enjoyed the two games I brought up, but I was pleasantly happy with video Wait, games this week. What did you bring Zelda? up that, that wasn't uh, old? The Zelda fan game uh, that came out this week and then um, Grounded, oh, which also came out this week. I don't know if that counts. Grounded. Grounded counts. Grounded counts. Grounded. I'll talk about Fall Guys next week. Uh, what what about this this hipster Game Boy you got? Oh, I you did bought buy a hipster, hipster Game Boy. Boy. I did do that. The hipster Game Boy. <laughs> I you did can't play that. ROMs on it though. This is a different hipster Game Boy than the earlier <laughs> I one. <laughs> Liam doesn't like that. You can't steal on it, Liam. You can't <laughs> play copyrighted. Yeah. You definitely could. Okay, so for those oh, who don't you know, have to be able to. This is the analog pocket not the key to talk not the orange one oh no that's the play date yeah the play date is different oh. from the analog pocket but they're both hipster game boys yeah so analog pocket so it's made by the company analog who do like you know those kind of new they, they don't emulate they have chipsets that are to the specifications or somewhat similar to what the original hardware was so they're not mm. em, they're not whatever the hell it means but they're not emulating the software right it's not running digital versions of the software they are running the original cartridges uh for this they have the nt which is the super nintendo they have uh the mega drive mega nt which is the sega genesis sega mega drive version and um recently they announced well i think about six months ago they announced they were making basically a game boy or a handheld version of what they've been making so far. So basically a brand new Game Boy thing. Uh, but it plays all region uh, Game Boy games and Game Boy Color and Game Boy Advance oh, games. Okay. And you can get adapters that allow you to play uh, Neo Geo Pocket games, Neo Geo Color games, and Game Gear games, and also Atari Jaguar ST That's games. That's nuts! Atari uh, Link which is crazy. Atari Jaguar is supported on this thing. Yeah, so they have the hardware-specific uh, uh, chipsets inside of it, but it's this basically this really expensive, fancy-ass Game Boy. That's what it is. It's shaped like a Game Boy, looks real nice, uh, has a bunch of other software on it there, like the Nano Loop, where you make for chip tunes, so you can make original chip tunes on the Game Boy, uh, as you can with this. You can play, you know, as I said, Game Boy Color, Game Boy Advance games on it as well, and it will. it's region-free, so you can use any from any. 
But anyway, so super fancy. The NT is really successful. It's like the best retro console you can buy regarding Super Nintendo games. Uh, so this company have like a really high stock, let's put it. Anyway, they announced that they were the pre-orders were going to go up yesterday, which was August 3rd. We had a little joke in the Discord that I really wanted it, so I, everybody needed to remind me. And I got like 10, 12 people pinging me for like three hours before it went live. <laughs> Reminding wow. me to be ready to pre-order it. Good thing I fucking did, because this thing sold out in 12 what? minutes. 12 minutes. It God. sold out in 12 minutes. And I feel sorry for people because there was a bug where they had this shipping rates thing where it basically automatically detected your IP, where your address is and everything. And it, was, it would then automatically do the shipping based on where you are in the world. And even I got it, but thankfully I was early enough, where the shipping thing wouldn't loan it and it wouldn't let you continue on with your pre-order and pay. So I was like panicking. I was like, ah, come on, fucking refresh, refresh. I want, I want to get this thing. Um, managed to successfully go through, managed to get one. And the dock, the dock allows you to connect it. Almost, it's almost like a switch dock. You can connect it to the TV via HDMI. Uh, so you can play Game Boy Advance games on your TV. In, Perfect resolution uh, through the HDMI. Um, anyway, and then it sold out. So all over Twitter, people were absolutely pissed as fuck <laughs> because so many people wanted this uh, thing. Don't know why specifically. I think Game Boy maybe has more nostalgia for a lot of people. Even Elijah Wood, Frodo himself, <laughs> was wow. pissed about it and posted <laughs> underneath the uh, posting. It was sold out saying... Even I couldn't get one. The man's been <laughs> oh, the man no. has been to Mordor and back, and even he couldn't well, get he's one. He's getting one now. I'll tell you that. Yeah, they'll take care yeah, of him. Yeah, he's, they'll, they'll yeah, he definitely is. privilege. Um, but they sold out. In they sold out in twelve minutes. Um, thankfully, I managed to get one, so I had to pay a nice three hundred dollars. <laughs> Wait, what? Up front. <laughs> Wait, what? <laughs> How much? Are, what? It's, How much it's is a this? hipster Game Boy. It's it's priced accordingly. It's two. It's two hundred dollars, and the dock that connects it to the TV. Wait, what? Is hundred dollars? This is two hundred dollars. This little. This little fucking. Oh wow. <laughs> Wow. But every piece of Holy it is like shit. top of the line. It, that has a almost four K screen. Yeah. It's like. It's like boutique. A 4K like screen. The three and a half inch LCD has a 615 pixel per inch resolution of 1600 by 1440, like my 23 inch monitor. Oh, it's a uh, it's a fancy piece of kit, that's for sure. But it only plays Game Boy games. Now, the real reason I wanted it <laughs> is because it connects to GB Studio, which is a specific engine that allows you to make Game Boy games fairly simply using, I think it's Lua scripting. And it has a partnership with the Analog Pocket. So you can export your own games or you can you know, put them online. People can download them onto their Pocket and just play them. So I'm super interested to make some Game Boy limited games and experiment and stick them on the Pocket. So it doesn't come out until next May. So we've got to fucking wait until next May. Damn. But in the meantime, I can start experimenting with GB Studio and start making Game Boy games. And then when it comes out, I can export them and put them on the pocket and stuff. I'm super interested to try it. So yeah, it looks, felt like I deserved a little something. It looks clean. So I spent stupid money on 
what is essentially a Game Boy. I've got a literal <laughs> fucking Game Boy Advance right here. Yo, as, as long as you can put ROMs on it, it'll be super clean. Like you, that, it's small. It's it, it's small enough to fit in you your can. pocket and all that. And you can put Game Boy Advance games. There's so many Game Boy Advance games, man. Oh my god. Uh, sh- shouldn't it be able to take a flash cart? Probably. I mean, if you're exploiting Game Boy Studio games to it, there must yeah. be an exploit somewhere. Oh, there is. There's always where you'd be able to load a ROM as a Game Boy Studio game and then have it read that. I'm sure. Sure. But I think the thing is for, not for me, because I don't give a shit, but for people who are very particular about emulation and get really pissed off about emulation, this is like that thing where they're they're playing the games in the best format they possibly can with losing no quality. And it basically is running on the original chipset or modifications to that. Uh, It looks really nice. I think it works for you more because like, I mean, the shops in Japan, like, you can yeah. literally just go in, get a nice, clean uh, Game Boy Advance game or Game Boy game oh, and a nice yeah. little uh, plastic. Yeah, yeah like, and there's uh, no region on it, too. So it plays all that shit you'll find in the shops. Yeah, that's a totally different situation from us. Like, you, you're going to get more use out of it than... You, you definitely yeah. Yeah, so I have, I have, I'm showing, I'm showing the guys now, but I have a stack of, uh, a couple of years ago, coincidentally, I actually got into, because they're so cheap and they're so readily available, is like Game Boy Advance games in like really nice condition. And the box art is always like, you know, oh, it's F-Zero so much better than what we get. <laughs> it looks so nice. Obviously, I've got Mother 3, of course, as well. And I, I have the Game Boy Advance SP100, the one with the backlight, the really rare one. Just because I was like, well, I'm going to get into Game Boy Advance collection. So actually, the only thing I do particularly own in a collective kind of way is actually Game Boy stuff. So it kind of felt appropriate uh, to do so. Um, yeah. Uh, I'm going to be on the lookout now for more. Yeah. Uh, yeah. All the way in yeah, May. Good. Yeah. Yeah. Damn. All the way in May. Now all I have to do is live that long. <laughs> Crossing my fingers. Yeah, so let's, let's hope. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Let's hope. I need to go go to Japan at least one more time, and other places. <laughs> yeah, for my funeral. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> yeah. I'm pretty sure we will die first in the U.S. before you guys die in Japan. The yeah. obscure ass suburban county I went to high school in was trending on Twitter yesterday. Cherokee County, Georgia, was trending on Twitter because they had a big, massive Corona outbreak after opening up schools and releasing a bunch of pictures of the seniors on their first day, all like lining up together shoulder to shoulder for photos and stuff, not wearing masks. And of course the inevitable happened. I have a uh, friend of mine who is a teacher who has to go back and she is pissed. She is so mad about the rules that, that they're making her follow. I got a Corona test yesterday. How is that? Was it the was it the horrible up your nose? Yeah, she yeah, she didn't go all the fun. way. She didn't go all the way though. I thought she was gonna hit the back door. <laughs> <laughs> it's a bit like in Japan. The influenza test is exactly the same. Like it's that the long ass yeah. swab. Oh god! It's like she came out with it. Dude, and I was yeah. like, all right, let's go. Uh, put it in, yeah. but she just kind of. <laughs> 
just kind of swirled Ugh. it around in the front. Ugh. It burned. Yeah. It's not it's not fun. It is not Get, fun. It sounds horrible. Influenza man. test is bad enough. What if they slip and Ugh. it just fucking just goes <laughs> <laughs> gives you a lumbotomy at the same time. <laughs> the burning sensation is it tickling your brain. And then she starts talking to me after. I was like, I'm trying to like get over my like my nose is burning. I I'm, I'm like I'm just sitting there blinking and she's like asking me questions and I'm like, "What?" On the scale of 1 to 10, like how painful? Like let me it's know. Like a like a 4. I I think I got oh. scammed. Oh, you don't think she she went deep enough? <laughs> this is a back alley. This is a back alley. Yeah. Yeah. Li- <laughs> it was literally like I drove up to a tent. <laughs> Were they operating out of a tent? <laughs> yeah, it's a literal tent. They have two yeah. tents. One's Corona and one's not Corona. That's <laughs> organized. The other one's San Miguel. <laughs> That's basically like what everyone can, will remember their 2020 by. <laughs> corona, not yeah, Corona. Yeah, they're, they're two types of gamers. <laughs> <laughs> What about now? It's time to rock with the bigger debug. Bumble. What about now? It's time to rock with the bigger debug. Bumble. Bump to the bump to the bump to the base. Bump to the bump to the bump. Bump to the bump to the bump to the base. Bump to the bump to the bump. Bump to the bump to the bump to the base. Bump to the bump to the bump. Bump to the bump to the bump to the base. Bump to the bump to the bump. Bump to the boot to the boot. Shall we move on? Because at this point, I think we can skip news. Just all of it. We we went an hour and a half, you guys. That's yeah. some good news in there, though. Yeah, but fuck that. Instead, we're going to go to questions. <laughs> <laughs> and instead of, of talking about fascinating topics regarding industry practices and next-gen console features and the U.S. Army Discord admin banning people, bringing up war crimes, and then the speedrunning community <laughs> developing, we're instead going to ask each other what we think of urinals if you would like to ask us what we think of urinals then please mail your question to dad and sons podcast gmail.com <laughs> alternatively i prefer it wait you say urinals instead of urinals what yeah. you say urinals yeah i've never heard that before really never urinals never once heard that sounds so urinals so different warren have you heard he's that he's trolling I yeah yeah <laughs> I, I'm, Warren has good sense for this stuff too. He knows. He can tell. I'm, I'm, gonna, go, I'm gonna go with the trolling coming from Blockbuster over there. I don't know if I can fucking take your word for it. <laughs> we say urinals. Urinal. Urinal cake. Alternatively, it's a urinal. It's a urinal biscuit. Oh my God. <laughs> Alternatively, <laughs> besides dad and sons podcast at gmail.com, we also take questions from Patreons on our Discord. We have a channel for it. See, literally, the, the <laughs> Wikipedia for Urinal has two disinvigurations of US and UK. They just made that edit for you. Oh, shit. They pee different out there? Urinals. <laughs> <laughs> oh, my God. Urinals. <laughs> oh, no. Let's talk about urinals. <laughs> <laughs> it sounds so alien in your mouth, gonna... doesn't it? <laughs> I'll be right back. Are you literally going right to go use it? He's going to use a urinal oh, right now. <laughs> 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 what the fuck? George really tripped over his green screen. I thought he was going to fall out the window. Oh, my God.
Oh. Can you imagine if he did? Wait, is he on the second oh, floor? Oh, he's up further <laughs> than that. <laughs> oh, <laughs> Can you imagine if the last thing he discussed was urinals? Oh, no. <laughs> Urinal! <laughs> I'm so glad that you guys use webcams for this podcast. <laughs> yeah, man. <laughs> It adds so much more. Adds so much more. <laughs> so that we we didn't used to, and then we started using them, and everyone was like, "Wow, the show got really good." <laughs> that's that's two out of three podcast members now. I've seen almost either almost eat shit or eat shit, <laughs> or eat so, shit. Oh, shit. So we're just we're waiting on you now, Liam. You're gonna have to. Oh man! You're gonna have to face. You didn't hear the drunk episode. <laughs> I'm I'm back. No, I have to see it. I have to see I'm it. I'm sorry. <laughs> Nobody wanted to see what I mess I made. Up the more and more I thought Jesus. about my answer, the the more the pressure built, and I just I couldn't handle it anymore. <laughs> the more you needed to use it, your rhino. Bro, you almost died trying to get that pistol. It was my Vietnam. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I, I I don't know. I have never felt good about urinals. Was that a real question? Yeah, yeah. Hater yeah. from Patreon asks urinals, yes or no? <laughs> One of these haters from Patreon. <laughs> Literally, you're not even wrong. That's the this person's username who asked the question. Hater. I've I have played rounds of games with this hater. <laughs> I don't like that question. You should ban questions. <laughs> it's like it's like you got to think about splashback and all that shit. You know, I, I like if you have I always a, stand like mm. three feet away. Yeah, you just spray it from way back. You know, like yeah. I've always had hangups over public nudity and and social anxiety, so I I fear like dick glances. Oh that oh, you don't want to come to 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 the bars over here. Then. I guess not. Sometimes no. they just have like a big old <laughs> open. There's, a, there's nothing garden. You just got to take that thing out. Yeah, yeah no, like, like I'll the fucking some trope, of the dudes be like, if there are no other <laughs> options, I'll do it. But it's not my first choice. <laughs> you're gonna walk in. You're gonna look at the big old tub. I, I'll. You're gonna look <laughs> slightly different, but. Equally as important question because I think urinals, you know. Wait, did I? Yeah. I don't no, know. No, you s- you said it British that time. <laughs> you said it your normal way. Okay. Do you sit down when you pee? No. No. I. My talk. To- my toxic masculinity won't let me. <laughs> <laughs> it's true though. That's why I didn't like using urinals for the longest fucking time. Is is bullshit assumptions you make based on a lot of shit that gets internalized as a child by parents that's actually kind of arbitrary and not that useful in the real world. I had this hang-up over public nudity until I was like 28 after going to the onsen in Japan. It shouldn't take someone that long to get over it. I, ugh. It's a real thing. Tall toilets. Tall toilets are best for this. And sitting down, I feel like you just don't have to worry about shit getting everywhere when you're sitting down. Everything just goes inside the toilet. How do you pee, dude? Dude, th- th- sometimes my shit be going like, yeah, yeah, yeah. It be going. Wait, no, you got to clarify <laughs> because you don't shit with your dick. No, no. I'm, ta- I'm talking about the piss. You know, you just, you, you, I want to be able to sit down and pee. I don't want to have to be like, all right, let me aim. Gotta load load up the clip and shit, and, brrr, and sometimes you just can't can't hold it. 
It's like a fucking hose. No. <laughs> it still has like a, a I have to clean my bathroom. I have to clean my bathroom. So I want to make sure that that bathroom stays clean. <laughs> as much as possible. That your job isn't that hard. So you're like treating yourself. You're like, I'm going to have a sit down. I'm going to have a sit down gonna... pee. All right. I uh, do a little hover technique like the girls do. Keep you, your man. butt clean. Yeah. Yeah. Hover, yeah. hover technique. <laughs> I, I just think that the hover technique is more work than than you know aiming. But anyways, it, it that's builds just the legs, George. It builds the ass. <laughs> Girls like the ass. <laughs> so you're getting your stretches I'm getting you tips in, here, George. You need to use them. <laughs> oh my god! Everybody likes the ass. The ass is in now. Mm-hmm. Yeah. yeah, the ass is in. Do, do yourself a favor and hover. <laughs> Do yourself a favor and and work up a good ass. Oh my god, what is this next thing? Yeah, I just stand three feet back. It's real awkward when somebody else is in there. Yeah, I ain't sitting down and I ain't getting splashed. I almost like hate that we have to go to a normal question. <laughs> is it normal? Look the look, read the name. The name's fun. <laughs> <laughs> All right, here we go. How very in tune. Big Dick McCree from Patreon asks, I feel VR and gaming is as big a stepping stone as when the technology made it available to move games from 2D to 3D. If you don't agree, I would like to hear why. But whether you agree or not, what do you dads feel will be the next big stepping stone either beyond VR or instead of VR? If VR ain't the next big stepping stone, what else could be? The Neuralink. By Elon. <laughs> <laughs> Everyone's everyone I talk yeah, to, I guess they're you're like, not wrong. like they're like, I ain't doing that shit. I ain't putting no fucking chip in my brain. <laughs> I'm, I'm I'm gonna like, jack I'm, it I'm right totally in. I'm totally down for that. Hell yeah. I'm totally down. If it's if it's proven safe, if it's FDA approved, they're gonna control you. But think how much you could control them back. That's that's what I. <laughs> I said some nerdy <laughs> shit like that too. <laughs> That's how they get you. In all the depictions of cyborg people, like like they tend to end up the the, the rich bastard evil ones, and isn't that the position you want to be in in life? I want to gain a professional edge over my competitors by implanting a thing in my brain that'll make me think faster. Right? That's, that's... Dude, you're not you're not fucking Kusanagi, dude. You're just gonna end up like <laughs> fucking, <laughs> fucking <laughs> diamond mind or something. <laughs> you're gonna be on Mars. That's what's gonna happen. Gonna Elon's like- gonna program you, and he's gonna be like, "I heard you shit talked Mars once." How <laughs> <laughs> would you like to break I'm rocks? You to Mars. <laughs> if I'm there to like make the landscape a little more interesting, then maybe I could spice it up a bit. Like like hire a, a background concept artist to give it some flavor and some color. Uh, maybe throw in some giant mushrooms. Those those look alien. You're gonna right? get mind controlled into strip mining Mars for Elon Musk. Mm-hmm. Yeah, uh, that's the the more likely. I think. Yeah, you guys don't want to be connected all the time, and already and, am. Yeah, and actually, I don't want to be anymore. You, you don't. You, <laughs> I don't want to. Oh, are you already off the grid stage, George? Oh no, You're no, yeah, enough. I've definitely thought about it. I'd, I'd like to, like, at some point when this whole YouTube business is over, just hermit for a while by a lake in the mountains. <laughs> I got a literal ad 
in my mailbox for a concept called tiny homes. The mailer literally says tiny yeah. homes are now available with lakefront lots. Yeah, yeah. And they're like cheap. They're 60,000. Well, I don't know if that's cheap. They're compared cheap. to the housing costs these days. Yes. Yeah. Like, like a $60,000 tiny home in the middle of nowhere by a lake sounds so absolutely comfortable right now in this year of 2020, our Lord. So maybe that's the next big thing in gaming is playing a game on an old analog TV <laughs> or a hipster Game Boy, either one of the two, in your tiny home, in your tiny $60,000 home by a lake in the middle of nowhere. And I wonder if it's a food desert. There's got to be a reason those tiny homes are only $60,000. They, because they're small, but they're, they're space. I, I hope that's and, the only reason. Yeah. I hope that's the catch because I can deal with that catch. There's a few companies doing it. You're not. You're only gonna have space for a urinal, and you're gonna have to shit in it. I don't want to shit in the urinal. No. <laughs> Can't. That's it. Multi-purpose urinals. That's what's coming next. <laughs> That's the future of gaming. Urinals. Multi-purpose yeah. urinals. Urinals. <laughs> seats with seats with multi-purpose urinals in them. <laughs> what urinals? Your your urinal. What, what, what is? What are you saying? What are Liam? You rhino. What would you call it? You rhino. Rhinos. Hundreds of years in the future, living on a space colony outside of Uranus, and you have to use the urinal in Uranus. What? Oof. What are first? First of all, don't move to Uranus. <laughs> no one's. That's going to be the shit planet. Okay. <laughs> Not Mars. <laughs> Yeah, years from now, that's gonna be the shit planet. We're like, oh I'm, fuck, you're from Uranus. Bad things about you guys. I'm not trying to go past Saturn, man. Everything after that. <laughs> I'm not a racist, but I don't just trust Uranus. And the Plutos, the, the Plutos are hippies. You know, <laughs> fucking way out there. If your zip code is outside of the asteroid belt, I don't fuck so, with it. <laughs> so what planet are they going to sell cheap tiny houses at for shit-tier e-celebs who want to get away from it all? Probably Venus. Oh, yeah? Yeah. <laughs> the women will go to women. Venus. The men will go to Mars. <laughs> well, no, no. By then, everyone's going to be like like post, post-sexual, post-humans. That, that whole concept will just be, be obsolete, I'm sure. Wait, wait, what? Our, our, our genitals are going to look like this. Oh no! <laughs> we're gonna interface to, like oh, I'm not even gonna describe what Lauren did on the camera. You just have to imagine it, <laughs> listeners. <laughs> it's gonna be like uh, that movie Avatar, where you link the braids. But yeah, no, like human <laughs> beings are probably not going to be able to travel in low gravity for months on end. That shit, and like getting hammered by cancer rays from outer space we're we're gonna have to become robot people y you just wait i mean you won't have to because we'll probably all be dead but i'm sure that's how it's gonna go down full cybernetic baby i can't wait where do i sign yeah i'm i'm, I'm down for this i want to live yeah yeah we, we won't even have to use urinals we'll just plug a tube into <laughs> into the wall i just expel a, a waste cube <laughs> It like comes out their mouth cartridge. like a hairball. <laughs> <laughs> a little part of your suit sprays some Febreze on it on the way out. And what happens is you pick it up and then you put it back in like some sort of tube and then it recycles it and comes out again later <laughs> for dinner.
it's like death straight yeah yeah i know like you know when 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 astronauts come back and their muscles are all like like weak and atrophied and they have to go through therapy for a few weeks like they don't have urinals up there they just have like the tube that they that they tape on and 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 squeeze out with some massaging motions it's you have to piss into a vacuum yeah yeah (laughs) having a, a gushy biological body in outer space is you guys should play police knots hideo kojima goes extremely detailed about just all the things that go wrong when when you're in space for too long as no surprise isn't that the game where you could like sexually assault every female character including your mother and slash or a daughter figure who stands in for your mother because it's been so long since you've been back home from space to space it's 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 totally a japanese incest fetish subplot that has aged uh what very suspiciously (laughs) kojima was a fucked up way back then oh yeah yeah um no latex babes now no latex babes in that one the quiet dancing in Metal Gear Solid Five was just normal then to him. This was, it was foreplay for him. Holy shit! Uh, uh. Oh my god. Uh, D- Dick Ewers, um, from the inbox asks way back, way back dicks. in June when this was more timely of a topic. The Last of Us Part 2 has been out for over a week, and while reviewers were mostly very positive about it, the internet latched on to the divisive story choices and viciously condemned the game and anyone who praises it. Do you think this is mostly thanks to the massive link in May, or is it inevitable to have a rift between reviewers and audiences when it comes to risky story decisions? There is fucking nothing risky about The Last of Us. People just get pissed off about women in video games. (laughs) Oh my god, I mean... Let's be honest. People are still arguing about Abby's muscles to this day. Oh really? But literally <laughs> tweets about dudes looking at calendars in their game being like, this is impossible. She could never have these muscles in the apocalypse. <laughs> and it's like, like bro- it's a fucking video game, dude. Grow up. These fucking incels exposing themselves so fast that they've never been in a gym. Yeah. God, yeah. Jesus Christ. Wow. Well, I I have totally because I don't want spoilers. I haven't looked up any of the the bullshit that's been going on. But every time you guys talk about it, I'm just like, yeah, some of these dudes really need to, to get yeah. the fuck out of the house. Man. One thing I do want to clarify is that like from the the friends and 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 fans I interact with on the Discord that I get a lot of this discourse from. It didn't seem so negative so much as divisive. Like I was seeing really, really long essays going both praise and criticism. There's a very valid reason as why it's divisive. I can't spoil it because Matt. Okay. Will I got. I got the game spoiled. That means I gotta go buy it. Damn it. There is, there's <laughs> a very clear reason why it's divisive, Fuck. and then it leads into. The game being about Ellie, and she's a lesbian, and also there is this other character and reasons people hate her, but then she's also super muscular and she doesn't look like a traditional female in video games. <laughs> they use the term the internet in this question as if to refer to the internet as a whole, and I fear that what they're doing is characterizing all of the internet by the very loud vocal 4chan minority. And like, I remember doing that as a teenager and a young adult, and it's so not true and so not actually how the internet works and is really just, just 
a bubble of self-perpetuating high school stereotyping bullying that is all negativity that can get internalized in you way too hard if you start assuming that that's actually what everyone on the internet is thinking behind their heads then you start making assumptions about what unspoken horrible thoughts everyone has in their heads and it's not that it's not the whole internet that that latched onto it like that it's really just just small groups of vocal assholes who give the impression of being a larger majority than they actually are they are the loudest yeah. that's it they are the loudest everybody else is i mean nobody else gives a shit to even you know be loud i feel it. like that's also a product yeah. of them being the least busy of them being in a very narrow time the age margin of of like teenagerhood to young adulthood before you have obligations that start correcting those assumptions and breaking those stereotypes on the way and also getting you off the internet more god i'm just like so depressed that that so much of the gaming discourse is characterized as more negatively now before because of the damage that website has done to everyone else on the internet by perpetuating this shit it upsets me that most of anything to do with games online is negative it's 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 I swear it didn't used to be that way. Like, like I'm, I'm gonna be trying to do a video essay on like, like I'll, I'll be listening to like, you know, wonderful video game music, and I'll be doing my work, and it's all great and dandy, and I'll read Twitter about something, and you know, usually negative stuff never bothers me. I, but then you know, it's always negative, and you're like, what happened? How did these things that bring joy to people's lives, or, or the people who make them, want to just make products that? either tell stories or have wonderful experiences, give enjoyable experiences to people, become this thing that people become so obsessed with and they feel like they have an ownership over the culture. People forget that video games are products alongside them developing into this crazy culture that people are so precious over that leads to this defensive gatekeeping negativity that just is prevalent through social media and YouTube and everything. It's fucking like exhausting half of the time it's so annoying how can anybody take us seriously if all they ever see online which is where everybody gets information about video games is just people fuck like fucking idiots just talking about stuff that is irrelevant to the actual video game like abby's muscles in the last of us it's just mind-numbing at times so frustrating i hope we get to a stage where this kind of discourse is just background noise to the positivity of what games can do. I don't know why people like absorb that shit so much into their identity. Like mm. I just set Google News to search for video games, but I set the date to before December 31st, 2014. And I'm seeing headlines saying things like Sandy Hook shooting, video game violence isn't to blame. Um, <laughs> video games are good for you on today.com. Uh, video games improve vision on live science. Let's see what kind of headlines I see now if I set that date to just most recent. The more recent headlines say things like this new Polygon article some people are dunking on. Games need to return to black and white morality. Yeah, that article is. Yeah, don't use that as an example. That article, uh, ooh, no, no polygon. 
Uh, uh, China requiring real name video. verification for video games. I think the headlines uh, maybe we all know what we're talking about. We're talking about social media. We're talking about what we see when people get targeted for saying stuff. We're talking about you know what date what what's his name Neil Druckmann's replies are like every time he tweets, even if it's inane and nothing to do with video games, and he just tweets about something to do with his life. For good or for bad, the response is of 50% genuine and then always 50% absolute hot garbage. Somebody <laughs> complaining about something to do with the video game he made. <sighs> wow. It's exhausting. It is. For sure. I swear there was more positive news about video games before Gamergate happened. Like, that changed so much. <laughs> He's still on that. Of course. You're never going to let it go. No, I'm not. It's life-changing. I mean, you also you can't just like go with whatever narrative the mainstream media is spinning. I mean, most I mean, I mean, there's still a stigma in America and that's what they're going. I know. Be. And like like what I'm pointing out is how that narrative has changed over the years based on what is morbidly fascinating for your average mainstream consumer reader. Like like before that, it would have been confrontational to make the case that video games are good for you. That would have been the act of rebellion. Or morbid fascination for for like the boomer readers, and and now that there's more examples to prove negative stereotypes, they can ham that up to uh, make for for a shocking and newsworthy story for the boomers who who make up the average readers for this mainstream stuff. <sighs> <laughs> What was the question? Longest yeah. sigh. <laughs> um, you're getting mad about fucking being a lesbian. Get a fucking life. That's all I'm gonna say. Get a fucking life, man. If, if my <laughs> and it's gonna be a guy. Per- it's not gonna be a woman who who's angry about this stuff. It's gonna be a fucking nerd motherfucker in his fucking basement. Get a fucking life. Get a fucking <laughs> life. I'm gonna be that guy. <laughs> I'm gonna be that guy and tell you the hard truth. <laughs> What you're, what you think is important in your life right now, is not important. Get the fuck <laughs> it's out. It's not. No one. Yeah, it's not. It's the last not. No one it's cares not. right now like, except getting you. Getting mad about fucking Ellie is the lowest. Oh my And ten God. years from now, you're gonna be embarrassed that you used to care so much. Yes. Uh, hopefully, hopefully you're young because not all of them are young, George. Oh yeah. Some of them <laughs> yeah. are our age. And that's the saddest part. There's the, then they're going to be 40 in 10 years. <laughs> and if they still care about this shit when they're 40, I... You've wasted your life. And as soon as you accept that, you can move on and probably have a better life after that. <laughs> <laughs> I really don't even give a shit about the game itself because you can't climb the bosses. <laughs> exactly. There you go. That's a good rule to live by. <laughs> Good rule to live by. You can it's play like Dragon's four Bogla. games. <laughs> That's it. And you won't be disappointed. All those arms and you can't climb the boss. <laughs> those muscles on Abby not used to climb a boss. Come on. You could stick a knife through somebody's skull, but you can't climb a dragon. Yeah. Wasted opportunity, really. Yeah. You can smash up urinals, but can't climb a box. <laughs> <laughs> One last quick question. Oscar G from the inbox asks, Isn't the Cowboy Bebop cast just anime Seinfeld? 
I haven't watched it in a um, long time, so I don't know. Oh, I'm going through it. The spike it call anyone an N-word. Wait, did Jerry Seinfeld do that? <laughs> I know that he like had some uncomfortable No, that was Kramer. That was Kramer. That was Kramer. Yeah, yeah. So I guess Spike is Seinfeld. I think Ed would be Kramer. I could imagine Ed doing that, unfortunately. <laughs> yeah, I don't know shit about Seinfeld. I, I was on another podcast where I where I confused uh Wayne Knight for a plethora of characters on Seinfeld and the comments were just like flipping, losing it. Like, you don't know Seinfeld lore? It's, <laughs> it's Seinfeld lore? It was a really fun show. I've never watched you know? Seinfeld. <laughs> I I really liked Seinfeld when I was a teenager. Me, me too. Me too. I still like Seinfeld. I, still like Seinfeld. I, I think a lot of my modern humor comes from that phase. Hmm. Dry observations about the mundanities of life. Yeah. I, I think the question is, is something I agree with. I, I do think Cowboy Bebop has a similar structure. It's, it's super duper freeform. They don't uh, follow a lot of established genre norms. And, and there's this sense of humor that comes from how mundane and ordinary these people's problems are, despite them existing in a high tech sci-fi world. Like, I feel like a lot of what we began this podcast with talks about how like boring and mundane the planets of outer space can be from certain perspectives is is a joke that that <laughs> universe gets into a lot. Like, like there's episodes that take place on on Venus and Mercury, and they're just desert wastelands no one wants to live at. Beauty in space was inside of yourself the whole time. <laughs> I don't think the problems that they experience in Bebop are as mundane as is uh, Sci-Fi. I mean, like the first episode, they're like, we don't have food to eat. <laughs> I only know the froggers get from Seinfeld. That's it. I only know. I that. could absolutely imagine a Seinfeld episode that's all about them buying the wrong kind of cassette player, though. And there is a Cowboy Bebop episode about that, where they're trying to find a VHS player, but then it turns out they got a Betamax, so they got to go find that, and hilarity ensues from a bunch of silly coincidences. Yeah, I, I, I want to say Ed. I think would be Kramer. Um, and and then you know the leading man and leading ladies would be Jerry and Elaine as Elaine as uh, Faye. Who's the dog and who is um, Jet Black going to be? We have George Costanza left, but I don't think there's a. Um, I, I want to say Ayn would be George Costanza. Can't believe we're still talking about this. <laughs> the, 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 the stocky low build of, of their little corgi does uh, sort of evoke a George Costanza-esque silhouette of, of character design for the art direction that. Uh, you know, the Cowboy Bebop has that the actual real life Mars doesn't. This is a terrible analogy. I like the analogy. I think it's a good one. <laughs> We're in an impasse here. We're going to have to play a fighting game to settle the score. Are there any gun gunfights in Seinfeld? That's not in your favor, George. There we are shootings in Seinfeld. <laughs> they, they, you know, they don't, ha they don't happen on screen. You like sometimes see a character show up in a hospital bed after a bad argument, but it happens. Have you finished Cowboy no, Bebop? No, I haven't. Don't get, get off my, my. George has never even seen Bebop. What the fuck? Yes, I, I'm almost yeah, done. Yeah, I'm yeah, almost. Yeah. I have to see the whole thing yeah. before it even counts. I was gonna. It's I been was, weeks, George, Warren. It's been weeks. I have. Take we, your headphones off for a sec, George. Take your headphones off for a sec.
Does Jerry Seinfeld die in the end? No. <laughs> no. I wish. Okay, well then then it's not particularly exactly the same, is it? <laughs> Can I put my yeah, headphones put, back, put those on? back on? I don't I, I have to read by body language. Matt's giving me a double, Liam's giving me Warren, what about you? Okay, good. I got a triple <laughs> thumbs up from all 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 my dads and my so sons. So Spike's being <laughs> No, I just I just need to ask a question that would have spoiled the end of Bebop for you. Yeah, do they do they talk about nine eleven in in uh, Seifold? Oh, it didn't run that long, did it? No, it didn't run that long. But someone <laughs> did write a pitch perfect nine eleven episode where like they all get mildly inconvenienced by the massive world changing terrorist attack, and and they like act callous and rude to the victims, and hilarity ensues. Uh, you you can read the script. I believe it was released on BuzzFeed, and it was written by by a fan, not the official writers. But they got the tone perfect, and you can BuzzFeed. Yeah, like Elaine is dating someone who ends up like like having to to be in a full body cast after getting exploded in the towers, and then she breaks up with him because he just has to be in the hospital the whole time, and it's no longer an exciting relationship for her. Wow. Is that how that show is? Yeah. <laughs> yes. Yeah. It, is. it is it is like the the progenitor of the like always sunny arrested development uh what's the Larry David yes. one I love so much Kirk I... like like assholes having a bad show. day. Curb your enthusiasm. Yeah. Unlucky four assholes have a bad day for 30 minutes. Dad and Sons <laughs> podcast. <laughs> oh yeah. Oh no! <laughs> we are four people this time. <laughs> I can't. I just can't watch a show where the people are unlikable, and so like that's always sunny. That is always sunny. Yeah, yeah. To the I, every clip of that show I've seen, I fucking yeah, hate. It's it's an acquired taste. I I, I did not exactly. like them for for the first few episodes at all. Then then they seep in their teeth into you. <laughs> the venom gets inside. The earlier seasons, I think they're bigger assholes than they are in the later seasons of Always Sunny. Mm. Like, remember, I don't know, d- Matt, did you watch, like, the first? First, like, five episodes. And... There's an episode where they do a home invasion, and it's fucking inexcusable. How am I supposed to laugh and giggle at the terror that they put this poor <laughs> family through? Yeah. I've seen yeah. that. I've seen that. Yeah, that, that's, that's yeah. the one that, like, I really remember is not not also feeling like the other episodes too. I was like, this isn't even, this is like the cops. This isn't funny. <laughs> like this, this is really happening. <laughs> Someone yeah, yeah. breaks in, breaks into your home under the guise of something positive and fucking traumatizes you. Mm-hmm. Like this, this is real life. This isn't funny. We have a warrant. I have this piece of paper that says you all die. Yeah. Whoops, wrong house. (laughs) Oh, suspect's already in custody? Whoops. (laughs) This this is is the section of the podcast where we make George uncomfortable. (laughs) He looks visibly uncomfortable. (laughs) Thank you for informing us on the uh, current situation in Austin. Uh, That was Austin Justice Coalition Community Outreach Director Warren Berkeley. Joining us for this two-hour podcast of Dad and Sons, an okay podcast, and, supported and by Liam listeners like you. Sleep now. <laughs> Is this ASMR? This called the Tangential. Thank you all for listening, and thanks to Ryan Laffer for our hilarious theme song. Thanks to Henry Ying 
the animated video background you can watch on Super Bunny Hop's second channel on YouTube. Remember that this show is supported for viewer donations of listeners like you. You can follow us individually on Twitter and hang out with us personally in Discord $5 Patreon donation. Until then, try your darn diddly daddest to have a wonderful week. Bye! Darn, darn diddly daddest. I like that. I like that.